Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast by the American Journal of Managed Care. My name is Pearl Steinzer, Assistant Editor at the American Journal of Managed Care. On this episode of Managed Carecast, we had the opportunity to speak with an author from a study published in the April 2023 issue. The article, Mental Health Diagnoses and Services Utilization Vary by Wage Level, is a study that analyzed over 2 million health insurance records of adult employees with the objective of being able to identify the relationships between wage level and healthcare utilization among employees with mental health disorders, such as depression, and to better understand how mental health care is utilized among people of different income levels. With us is Bruce W. Sherman, a professor at Case Western Reserve University School of Medicine in Greensboro, North Carolina, and the lead researcher of this study. Good afternoon. We are here with Dr. Bruce Sherman. Can you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your work? Certainly. I'm a clinician researcher who has been interested in the business value of a healthy workforce in terms of viewing investments in workforce health as a contributor to business success. During the past 10 years, uh, my research focus has shifted largely to address health equity. For commercially insured populations, unlike Medicare and Medicaid, most employers have a uh, essentially a fixed rather than a inc- an income-based approach to health premiums. So low-wage workers, uh, from that perspective, are negatively impacted. Um, and one unfortunate paradox for them is that they also have the greatest prevalence of chronic conditions. So for them, appropriate health care use is, um, is really an important concern. And can you tell us about the objective of this study and why you decided to investigate it? Well, we decided to look at, at behavioral health services because we had done some uh, prior research showing significant differences in healthcare utilization on the basis of wage. And in that study, uh, we showed that uh, there were significantly greater uh, utilization rates for uh, the emergency department and hospitalizations among low-wage workers that drove costs substantially higher for that group. Interestingly enough, in that study, uh, ambulatory services were used at a much higher prevalence among the high-wage earners, uh, and that led us to hypothesize that uh, behavioral health services use would similarly be higher among the highest wage earners and lower for the low wage earners. Interestingly enough, when we had started this study, COVID had not yet uh, become manifest. And certainly we appreciate the bump in behavioral health diagnoses uh, triggered by COVID. So it made uh, this research and our analysis uh, seem even more uh, important for us to uh, to understand. What were your main findings? Did anything surprise you? In terms of behavioral health diagnoses, um, the prevalence rate by wage was highest in the middle wage categories and lowest at the two extremes. Um, so low-wage workers and high-wage workers both had the lowest prevalence rate of 
all behavioral health disorders as well as specifically depression. But notably, depression severity was highest among the lowest wage category. The, the findings suggest that, that uh, individuals with mild symptoms may be more prevalent among the high wage earner category um, and they may be, may be more likely to seek uh, healthcare use for their behavioral health problems relative to low wage earners. Alternatively, um, because this is a claims data analysis, uh, we really can't know, uh, but it's possible that low wage earners, when they have uh, behavioral health disorders, may just have more severe symptoms. A couple of the other findings that we had that I think were notable, uh, medication uh, utilization, discontinuation rates um, were worse in the low wage earner group. And somewhat, uh, well, not surprisingly, um, out-of-network use of behavioral health uh, service providers was highest among the higher-wage earners. We appreciate that um, high-wage earners have more discretionary income, and if access to in-network behavioral health is a problem, uh, they can certainly absorb the uh, financial cost of, of seeking care elsewhere. Mm. And why is it concerning that lower wage employees tended to have worse severity of mental health episodes? Well, because this is a claims data analysis, it's it's, it's hard for us to know for certain. But uh, a couple of things uh, come to mind. First, low wage workers may have a greater prevalence of life stressors and have more difficulty uh, or more limited resources in terms of dealing with the emotional stress that is um, that's generated from those stressors. Um, but it also may be that those uh, same low-wage workers were less compliant with care, which in turn may have resulted in a greater likelihood of acute worsening of symptoms, prompting them to use the emergency department or be hospitalized for behavioral health concerns. And what could be driving the apparently lower prevalence of mental health disorders among employees with the lowest wages? Interestingly, our prevalence rates were lower than what's been reported in the literature, but part of that may be a function of the way that we uh, identified the individuals with behavioral health disorders. We used the IBM Watson medical episode grouper, which tends to be more conservative and could well reduce the number of individuals with identified behavioral health issues. But the other factor which may be involved here, and we've certainly seen it with other uh, non-behavioral health conditions, is the fact that individuals in low-wage categories have different personal priorities than those in higher-wage categories, uh, such that a low-wage earner may feel much more strongly about the need to continue to go to work rather than to take time away to seek care for behavioral health concern because earning money, being able to afford uh, food and housing is uh, is much more important for them. 
Do you have suggestions for how employers can adjust their benefits to ensure that all workers can access mental health care? I think many employers have have taken substantial steps since COVID to improve access to and use of behavioral health services. Um, the telebehavioral health, virtual behavioral health market has uh, expanded considerably. There has been an increase in the availability of um, integrated primary and behavioral health care to ensure that individuals have access to uh, behavioral health care. Um, But I think there may be affordability concerns. There may be network access concerns. And I think one of the things that employers can do is understand their own data to get a sense of how meaningfully or how well those behavioral health services are being used. And if there are reductions in behavioral health use among lower wage earners, uh, perhaps having focus groups with employees to understand if uh, people understand their um, available behavioral health benefits, or if there are barriers to access, employers can uh, gain a firsthand understanding of those barriers and begin to uh, address those in a in a directed manner. Mm-hmm. And likewise, are there any policy changes at the legislative level that you'd like to see? I think um, there probably a, um, or there are a few that certainly could be helpful. Uh, one is uh, ensuring that behavioral health resources for patient care become more widely available. There are concerns, I think, about uh, remuneration rates for behavioral health providers, the array of or the alignment of individuals who are culturally humble uh, for uh, people of color to have someone like them that they can see in the behavioral health field, I think could go a long way toward improving access to and and encouraging individuals to seek care, particularly among uh, lower wage category workers, as well as greater integration, continued integration of behavioral health and primary care services. And last question, what are some other research questions around mental health and employee wellness that you'd like to see investigated? I think with the advent of COVID and our understanding of the um, systemic nature of racism and its impact on health equity, I think there's a compelling need to understand better issues of the impact of race on behavioral health diagnosis and prevalence and the use of available resources for managing or providing uh, supportive behavioral health care for individuals, either in different races or also those in uh, low income levels. We need to gain a better understanding of the barriers to care uh, for those individuals to help understand how to best ensure that people are equitably accessing care and deriving benefit. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you once again, Dr. Sherman, for taking the time to talk with AJMC. 
To learn more about mental health in the workforce, visit agmc.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, you can email info at agmc.com or follow us on Twitter at agmc underscore journal. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.